the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the state president and CEO of the California African American Chamber of Commerce. So if you'd like to be connected to any chamber in the state or Western region, I can help you. We help all small businesses through the local chambers. And I said all small businesses. We help them start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. The best way to reach the local Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce is to go to their website at blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. My guest today is a good friend of mine, Mr. Jim Hollis. Jim and I have worked on many, many things together, and I'm just excited about some of the stuff that Jim is doing now. Jim is the founder and executive director of Calculus Roundtable, and you'll hear more about that in just a minute. But Jim has brought a very interesting group of folks today, uh, Dr. Darrell Porter. Dr. Darrell Porter, he's the founder and CEO of Celev. Oh, let me get this right. Solovol. Cell Evolve. Hmm. I'm very interested to hear more about that. I know it's in the biotech or biomed industry. And they've also brought along uh, somebody that, uh, you know, they feel is very, very important for us to know. A young man who just graduated. This is John Zelaski, and he's soon to be a medical student. He graduated from Xavier University in Louisiana. And I want to welcome all three of you guys today. Thank you for appearing on Silicon Valley Business Connections. How are you doing today? Great, Carl. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, excited to be here. <laughs> well, I want to start with knowing just a little bit about each of you, because our listeners are, are wondering, who's this John Zelaski? You know, somebody has said he was a defensive back, a football player. Hey, John, is that true? Tell me just a little bit about you and, and your role in all of this. Yeah, so um, in high school and part of college, I was very invested into football, and I was a defensive back. I went to Oregon State as a preferred walk-on. However, I realized that I cared more about my education than going on to play professional ball. So I ended up transferring from Oregon State to Xavier University of Louisiana, where I got my Bachelor of Science in Biology Pre-Med, a double minor in Chemistry and Spanish. And um, I became an LS 
Lamp Scholar, where I did research on transposable elements, which is just cancer research, to say the least. Wow. Wow, man, that's that's very interesting. You know, uh, I'm sure there's people that are listening to this and young men and women who start off and, and they feel, you know, one way to get an education is to go through sports. And then uh, as you're in that uh, arena, you're realizing that your education, as you did, you know, you could change to something that um, really is going to make an impact. And uh, playing sports is one thing. That's one. That's great. We can get our education. But uh, what you're getting ready to do now, John, I think it's going to be fantastic. Man, we have uh, a Dr. Darrell Porter here, and I'm fascinated about, you know, I heard he graduated from the University of Pennsylvania. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, so that tied me to you right away, Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I want to hear more about you and your company, Darrell. So tell us a little bit about you, Mr. Dr. Darrell Porter. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, again, thanks for the opportunity uh, to, to chat with everyone uh, so I am a physician, uh, an MBA from the University of Pennsylvania. So I was a dual degree student, uh, went to the Wharton School uh, and majored in healthcare management as well as uh, pursued my MD. Uh, I am a California native, uh, born and raised in Los Angeles and went to UCLA undergrad. And uh, I've spent the last few years of my career working in uh what we call the biopharma space, uh, which most of you will recognize as the pharmaceutical business. Um, you know, I've worked for companies, some of which may be household names, others less so. So I've worked for Abbott Laboratories, uh, now called AbV. I used to work for, uh, at the time, the largest biotech company in the world, uh, Amgen, which is in the Los Angeles area. And uh, most recently, I worked for Gilead Sciences, and uh, Gilead Sciences is here in San Francisco, which is where I'm now located. And uh, Gilead got into a really fascinating area that is generally called the cell and gene therapy space and uh, called CNG for short. Uh, and, And essentially, it's a really novel set of new technologies that manipulate and engineer uh, genes uh, in some mechanism, whether it be in your body or outside of your body, uh, to treat diseases. And I was so intrigued by this area and its promise and potential that ultimately I decided to start a company in that space, which is called Cellevolve. So we started the company just about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we are are scaling, uh, hiring folks. We're in a major fundraising campaign that just started last week, and so you know, happy to share more details about it uh, as, as appropriate and desired. Man, that is fantastic. I, I definitely going to ask you questions about that, especially talking about financing a startup. You know, for a while here, you know, I had heard of this term called a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, and you and I know. And I was like, "What is that? A unicorn?" And then I said, "Well, okay, if somebody gets a billion dollar value or that much money coming into their company or something, or they're valued at that. I guess that's what it is." And I said, "Where are the black unicorns?" Now, Darrell, do you know any black unicorns? Uh, it's Silicon Valley, and is your company one? 
Uh, so unfortunately the answer is no and no, uh, I don't, I don't know of any, um, black founders of unicorns and I suspect that could just be, you know, my, my view is not broad enough. I, I would suspect there's at least a handful, but I, unfortunately I don't know of any, and some of is not a unicorn yet. Uh, we are <laughs> we are well on our way. Uh, knock on wood, we're well on our way to reaching that threshold, but we're not there just yet. And is a unicorn definition? Is it a, a one billion dollar valuation of a company? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Well, then uh, dovetailing into that, the one billion dollar valuation of a company. I'm going to go to Mr. Jim Hollis, the founder and executive director of Calculus Roundtable. Jim is the man with the numbers. Jim, how are you doing today? And are you planning to be a unicorn yourself? <laughs> I'm planning to make unicorns. That's my. That's my <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if we. Well, go ahead and tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, Jim, and what you're doing with the Calculus Roundtable. Well, I, uh, I'm glad to be back in front of you and your audience. Uh, we, of course, are Calculus Roundtable. We're a nonprofit organization that's dedicated to increasing math and science skills for students, particularly students of color. And we've been in the Bay Area for nine years. Uh, we hit our 20,000 student this last year that we've worked wow. with. We're proud of the impact, hopefully, that we're having in the Bay Area with lots of stuff. And we've worked with you, Carl, and many of the organizations with the uh, Bay Area Black uh, Youth Techathon over the last several years. And we'll be planning events in February and March coming up uh, around that and bringing African-American students from school districts all over the Bay Area to do science and uh, math activities uh, in person, at home, and online. Mm, man, I'm excited, Jim. You know, and people have heard us talk and work together before because uh, when we talk about trying to create a diverse workforce, you know, people like yourself, Jim, are, are just, um, you know, people that spend their time to help prepare our youth for careers. You know, Jim is actually the guy that's hoping to create more um, John Zelaskis and, and Dr. Darrell Porters, too. So I, I agree with you, man, that uh, I take my hat off to you always. You know, I know you guys are working together on something, and I, I'm curious to hear it, and I know my listeners are curious to hear it, but Bringing you guys together, what do you guys are trying to accomplish? Like, what's the goal of what you guys are doing? Well, you can you can hear the buzz in the room of having uh, having people together who who are trying to be at the forefront of a new technology, a new industry, especially African American men in that position, African American folks in general in that position, uh, and to have our students who we work with. You know, um, half of half of the students we work with are African-American, half of them are Latino. And having them be uh, around uh, leaders of color in these cutting-edge technologies and students of color in these technologies makes for a learning environment where there's no glass ceiling. There's no, there's no top to what they can accomplish because they have role models and they can see a trajectory. So we put students together with college students who look like them and with uh, industry uh, leaders who look like them so that they can understand the different 
uh, career aspirations they might be interested in. And just having those extra opportunities allows them to sort of have confidence in themselves by knowing people in that place. It's not it's not an abstract concept anymore. It's Dr. Porter. It's it's Mr. John. Mm-hmm. That they uh, converse with and they start to build their network of knowledge and and opportunity at an early age. That's what we're all about. So we're we're putting on uh, one of our um, online events for Martin Luther King Day on January 17th, and it's called the Charles Drew Biomed Boot Camp. Uh, and we will have uh, medical uh, folks from uh, UCSF. We're going to have the head of oncology, who's an African-American doctor. Dr. Roach there is going to be in the room. Uh, it's going to be hosted uh, in part by uh, Michelle Bernard from MSNBC and lots of biotech uh, folks like Dr. Porter and other people who will be participating and in, in with students and doing uh, activities that some of our college students like John will be running uh, with students from Hayward to Oakland to East Palo Alto. You know, I want to do this. I, I want to, I want you guys to give now before we end the first half a way for people to contact you because sometimes people can't hear the entire show. Uh, is there some way that somebody can reach you, Jim, about this event? Yes. Sure. Thank you so much. Uh, we're at, calcround.org that's c-a-l-c r-o-u-n-d dot o-r-g and right there in the middle of the page there'll be a button to how to register for this event how uh you know the, the education system does have what they call pathways they're called cte courses college and technical education and they're really to try to get students get their feet wet in whatever industry they're interested in and to give them a way in. But those are often just sort of videos about what people do in those jobs and maybe how to make a resume. And the real skills that are needed in those careers are often not available to a lot of students, particularly students of color, don't have those opportunities. So the the industries that we want our students to be in they're not even getting applications from us because we're not in the game. We're not in the, we're not in the party yet. So we've got to have those skills early on and have opportunities, not just at the MIT level, but at the building block level, at the, at the earliest possible stage to understand how math and science uh, exist in the, in, the, in the new world of technology and science. Mm. Now, now, Dr. Darrell Porter, you know, he started a company on new technology. Um, Darrell, how do you see what, what Jim was talking about? You know, what impact did that make for you? Or how are you opening up, you know, um, avenues for other African-Americans to come and work? As you're saying, you're looking for people right now and you're raising funds. Tell me a little bit about you and your company. It's a Cell Evolve, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's that's actually how uh, I got connected with Jim and the calculus roundtable is because one of the the problems I identify, we identified. And, you know, for me, I've experienced in my many years in the industry, uh, there are just not enough uh, people of color and, and black individuals specifically in 
biotech and life sciences writ large. And so, you know, with me starting Cellevolve, what we wanted to do was just lean into that issue and try to, you know, in our own way, uh, try to have an impact on that area. So that's how I got connected with Jim. And, and really, our goal is to try to stimulate, enhance, and fill the talent pipeline for biotech talent. And then going back to, you know, the earliest stages, all the way to elementary school, up through college, uh, and hopefully advanced degrees, uh, very similar to John here. And so that's how we're trying to focus and really provide internships, mentor opportunities, as well as educational opportunities for folks at various stages of their education, all with the ultimate objective of having folks that could come work for Cellevolve or other companies that are in the life science space. Mm. Now, Cellevolve itself, now, you know, we were just talking earlier, you you did something and you got excited about treating diseases, right? And and, and commercializing therapeutics. Can you share with, with us what that really means or, or a way that the layman would understand it? Yes, yes. So um, the, the simplest way to put it on developing and commercializing therapeutics, and then I'll explain cell therapy specifically. So, so, you know, for those of you that are less familiar with the industry and the regulatory process, you know, all potential drugs have to go through typically a three-step process, phase one, clinical development, phase two, and phase three. Uh, and, and in industry parlance, we call that clinical development. And so that's when drugs are studied in humans. Um, and then ultimately, when the drug is approved by the FDA or other regulatory bodies, then it can be sold. Um, or, or commercialized is the word, the word mm-hmm. we use. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is partner with academic institutions that are inventing these very, very promising new technologies, uh, which we call cell therapies, and ultimately take those through clinical development and then commercialize them. Mm. So, so that's the hopefully a fairly simple way of describing the process of development and commercialization. Um, so the, just cell therapy. So two, two seconds on that. So mm-hmm. the simplest way I would describe cell therapy is, is really modifying and manipulating the immune system to treat diseases. And the manipulation and modification that we usually utilize is a genetic modification. And so we will take T cells out of a healthy person, genetically modify those T cells, and then, you know, infuse them back into a person. And then they do what they do. And they typically try to treat a disease like cancer uh, is probably the most common uh, disease that these cells are utilized to treat, but they're also used for uh, neurological diseases um, or things that we call neurodegenerative diseases. And so those are the areas we're focused on. Man, that is, I mean, that's fantastic. You know, uh, John, uh, going to Xavier, you know, when I think of historically black colleges and universities, um, I wonder how do we get colleges like that to start participating in things that get 
Dr. Darrell Porter and his folks excited. Um, is there any comments that any of you can make about that? Have you seen that at our historically black colleges and universities, or how can that start? Well, the one statistic around that, uh, Carl, of course, is that it is the historic black colleges that produce the majority of black scientists in America. <laughs> for obvious reasons, right? Because mm-hmm. all, the whole medical school is African American, so they are actually producing a lot more, a lot of the scientists in the in at writ large. But they're not again, not in. It's about where your opportunity. The talent is universal. Opportunities are not. Yeah. Uh, so it, it depends on you know where you're sitting pipeline. So that's what we're trying to do is amplify folks like John, who can amplify folks like Dr. Porter, who can uh, work with our other industry partners who bring all those things together. So, you know, we're we're an education organization, but in some ways we always feel like we're a civil rights organization at the same time because edu- teaching kids that they can do this by seeing examples because our kids are often thought that they're alone in this, in these journeys of trying to be science and math, or that it's not cool. Uh, but uh, but it is cool. <laughs> Look at the results. Uh, you're changing the world. Um, and the, those things are important. Wow. Hey, John. Hey, Jim, I'm going to ask John before we go. John, you know, what's your comment on that? Yeah, so that's something that I was enlightened to while I was in school because – At first, I didn't really understand the intersectionality of the lack of representation in healthcare, but also just, you know, in education and STEM and math education. And partly why I partnered with Mr. Hollis is so that I could reduce the prejudices and biases that students go through at the K through 12 level when they're learning subjects like math and science, because partly why a lot of marginalized students don't go into those fields is because of the teacher. You know, Mm. the teacher needs to make sure that they eliminate their, their underlying stereotypes and biases Mm -hmm. that they have towards certain demographics, because that's how you get to stereotype threats, which, you know, are just, the biases that lead to a self-fulfilling fear that you'll be evaluated based on that negative stereotype. And so, you know, for me, I try to take the pedagogical standpoint from, you know, great math teachers like Joe Bowler. She Mm -hmm. teaches at Stanford and she's trying to, she's trying to break away from the conventional ways of teaching Mm -hmm. subjects like math and making it, more inclusive, practical, and exciting because that's that's really what we need to start motivating these marginalized students to go into these fields because it really just comes, it starts at the K through 12 level with great teachers. You know, speaking of that, John, to dive in it real quick, we got about two minutes left. Jim Hollis is one of the greatest teachers. Jim, I say that to you. <laughs> and and Jim's always given me examples of things about how he had the youth view the moon landing. He's got youth creating their own, what, DNA change. Jim, in a minute or so, because I want to get the, a, a closing mark from Darrell, too. 
tell me a little about your online studying. I mean, I love Calculus Roundtable. That model is the model of the future. Tell us a little bit about that in a minute. In one minute. Uh, in one minute, what we're going to be doing is uh, on the 17th, on Martin Luther King's birthday, and we're going to be working with kids, and John is going to be online with a bunch of strawberries, and the kids are going to have strawberries, <laughs> and they're going to pull the DNA out of the strawberries in an experiment, and then they're going to do another experiment where they sort of uh, do a little mouthwash and spit into a test tube and we'll put this solution in it and their own DNA will be result will, will come out and they'll make a little necklace with their own DNA. So while they're learning these things about the industry, while they're learning about uh, people in, in science history like Charles Drew, uh, who, who does a whole that's a whole other talk show, what he did. <laughs> but, uh, to have the history and the presence and the the present and the future all happening together for our African-American kids. Stay safe and stay connected. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.